I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I start with the crunch of an apple. Yeah. <laughs> to like entice people. Sure. What a great start. <laughs> Okay, welcome to the show called I Only Like You. I'm Lonnie. I'm here with Sine. Hello. Every week we're planning to talk about people we don't like. Yep. Talk about mm-hmm. some movies. Yep. Generally just complain, I suppose. <laughs> I guess this is just our outlet for things that we hate in life. Yeah. Well, it's healthier than some people. It's true. We don't do drugs. We don't drink. We don't smoke. We don't we're actually really people. <laughs> Actually, really boring people. Well, you're pretty boring, but oh, takes one to know one, buddy. Oh, okay. Well, this week, talking about communication problems with people, other people, not us, obviously, because we always communicate our problems and sort them out. There is one. So, Nay's upset because <laughs> we've had to restart this a couple times <laughs> because she was being annoying. Yes, that's, that's we, exactly why I'm upset because I was being annoying. <laughs> that's what we call a joke. It's very funny. Yes, this week people have been, can we say, pissing us off? I guess so. There's no regulation on this. There's no. People have been pissing us off with their lack of communication. It's not a lack of communication, it's just being idiots. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, we yet again don't have internet. Hooray. Fantastic. We've been without internet now for a total of... It's about the last six weeks, six weeks we've had internet for about two weeks of that, I think, is how it's worked out. On and off, not like in a yeah. two-week clump as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So it's been off this current time since... Since Tuesday. It's a Sunday Tuesday. now. Tuesday. It'll be Tuesday when it gets back, so it'll be another week. So the lack of communication there, I guess, was that... Our internet service provider are full of dickheads and (laughs) um, just don't tell us what's going on. Don't tell us that they've called Telstra. Telstra don't tell us that they're doing something. We continually have to call and ask them what's going on. It's really annoying. Yeah, so well, not not so much that they're not communicating, which is a big problem, but they say they will communicate about something and then don't. So then you're left it. In the lurch trying to find out. I became my own worst nightmare this week. I became a Twitter complainer <laughs> where I tagged the company because they promised that they'd call us back and they didn't. And mm-hmm. I don't think you should promise a callback to a customer and then not deliver on that. It wasn't just a general, we'll get back to you at it, some point. It was, we'll get back to it you was, tonight. I'll check with my supervisor and I'll give you a call right back. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And I became one of those people and I was all fired up and I sent the tweet. But then when they responded, I felt really, like, guilty <laughs> and embarrassed. Oh, you're your father's daughter. I am. Dad loves a good a good Twitter rant. Do you think your dad would – we can cut this out if you want to, but do you think he would be a letter writer? 
He didn't have Twitter. Oh, definitely, definitely. So Twitter has made it easier for him to be a a winger and that and even a good winger. But well, he's a winger. They just like things to be done correctly. Both yeah. my parents no, do. Yeah, I, so no, I, think, I didn't mean winge in a bad way, but you know, winge in a I think take, take mum and dad and put them like fifty years in the past. They'd be riding to their bloody, you know, what did they have fifty years ago? <laughs> What do you mean? Like, do they have council and like? They had government fifty years ago. <laughs> That's not what, I mean. what do you mean? Like, who would you write your complaints to? Depends what it is. The mayor. If it's a problem with the mayor, you would. <laughs> you wouldn't have internet back then. You know that. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I do know that. Um, what do you What do you mean? What I just mean that they they would write letters to they they get shit done. They'd be able to complain to you. Wouldn't you complain. Know. You'd complain to the people who make the ice boxes, I suppose. The Twitter <laughs> complaining and, and Facebook advocacy has only occurred over the last few years for them. They're relative newcomers to this whole contact the companies directly yeah. and get shit sorted. That's what I mean. They wouldn't. Well. But my mother has been known to write to a few yeah. ombudsmen <laughs> and companies when but things aren't going it's not correctly. The same as writing a letter, is it? It's a public sort of thing. It'd be like your dad or you this time going to the company's storefront and writing on their wall or something. Or like No, or, it's not like that. Well anyone can see tweets, can't they? You're like you're going out. But I'm not graffitiing their store. No, 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 maybe not graffiti. Maybe you're more like you'd go down to the office where they work, people, company. Right. And you're standing in front and just yell until someone <laughs> comes out and speaks to you. Yeah, that's probably more like <laughs> That's what the tweet is, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. so they've come back and they're like, yeah, we'll get it sorted. P.S. They didn't get it sorted, even though that person, the Twitter person. We've been told twice. Oh, yeah, actually didn't, did they? I did. Yeah, I they're to, like, oh, yeah. we'll follow it up follow up with us. We've put a note or something. Yeah. Well, I've been and told. It didn't happen. I've been told twice. Um, this week that it'd get fixed the next day and each time it's come back as something new. I just feel like we shouldn't promise things if we can't deliver on them, you know? Like we should be very careful what we promise. If we promise someone that they're going to get a call back, yeah. we better be 100% sure that that's well, going to happen. Well, it should be a vague, I'll see what I can do. It should be. I, I I'd almost prefer it to be vague and then not to follow through than yeah. for them to be so certain that, that they... Well, then you wouldn't feel so bad when, like, when you have to follow it up yourself. Exactly, you? yeah. Anyway, so we still don't have internet. We're hoping Telstra are apparently coming on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Even though we were told they work over the weekend, so I don't know why I've had to wait like five days well, for I them do, to come. I do know they have lots of problems at the moment. They had another outage just this weekend. Oh, very So maybe right. Tuesday was the first possible time they could be in the queue. That's fine. I'm not going to like kick and scream no. and stamp my foot about not being seen sooner. It's just really annoying for us well, without internet for... The problem is each time it's been a new problem as well. Like, Which our so, companies t- seem to not understand. They think yeah. it's, still think it's an existing problem yeah. and they're like, well, we've this, already sorted this. And this time they've been a bit better, but it's still it's still a week. We're at, because you wrote it. a nasty letter. I have written a last nasty email. So maybe I'm like your dad. Maybe no. you're more like dad. <laughs> but maybe you're the graffitier. But speaking of communication, yes. they haven't got back to that email yet. No, they haven't. <laughs> and now I've got a follow-up email. Have they given us credit yet for the month? Yeah, I don't think we had to pay last month. But they didn't address any of the other things that we needed compensation for in our letter. No, well, no I think the I think the credit was going to be there no matter what. Actually, right? Like just they probably haven't read the letter. It's probably sitting in a junk email folder somewhere. Probably. I'm going to get onto that if we ever get internet back. Or yeah. That. 
The other problem we've had this week is we've had a tap issue. A little leaky tap. Did you say the old leaky tap? That, that situation. <laughs> it's not a leaky tap. It's a, it's a dripping tap in the kitchen. However, the dripping tap quickly turned into a tap that could not be turned off and was mm-hmm. gushing out water. Friday night. Like we turned the... See, what part is the tap? It's the bit where the water comes down, isn't it? So the tap is actually the faucet. Yeah. Like what do you call the turny bits then? Because I really call the whole thing the tap. It's mm. not, is it? They've got handles, are they? Are they handles? Well, it's not a flip mixer. We should say that. Like two different. They're two different, like a hot, a hot one and a cold one. Are they spindle? It's a spindle. That's where the water. No, spindles. Is- Sp- no, the spindle was the top mm. bit, but it's not. It's not a spindly. Is it still called a spindle? But it doesn't look like that. I don't know. I'll get a plumber onto the show. <laughs> Can we have like a guest? <laughs> I could ring Dad <laughs> up and be like, "Hey, what's this bit called?" Anyway, we turned it clockwise, which is how you turn things off in this country generally. Right, Hardy. Lefty Lucy, righty tardy. And it just kept turning and didn't like stem the flow. So it was gushing out all Friday night. Lonnie had to, would you do some kind of MacGyver jamming it in sort of thing? Um, I just tried to get in the shower. I was in my towel and he came out and said it wouldn't stop working, wouldn't stop, wouldn't go off. So I came out and fixed it naked. Are you trying to paint like some kind of sex stream for the listeners? <laughs> <laughs> I was, my question was, how did you fix it? I was setting the scenes and people could work out how hard it was for me to do this. Is it more difficult to do things for you when you're naked? Just in life? Well, <laughs> physical things. <laughs> Sometimes. So how did you stop the tap? You like hit I just it turned in. It. <laughs> no, you didn't. No. No, I did. I turned it and pushed it in. Pushed it in. Right. So we haven't. Sexually. <laughs> So we haven't used the we haven't been able to use the cold tap since Friday, mm-hmm. right? Mm. And the Sunday hot tap afternoon. is dripping, and it's Sunday afternoon currently, and the hot tap is dripping. And I said to Lonnie earlier, isn't this like some kind of torture technique where they put you in like a cell and just have a dripping tap? Isn't that like a torture? Oh wait, hold on. I think the tap's supposed to go on your head. Yeah, isn't it? That's the water torture part. I don't think it's just having a tap in the room <laughs> with you. That's as, like as I was saying it, I just realized what it actually is. I, I realized it drips before, on your head, right? Yeah, it like drowns you, sort of. It feels like it's drowning you. On your head? Maybe, maybe not that. No, not drowning. the waterboarding thing. Is this the Chinese water torture? I think so, where it, it's just like a drip, drip on your head. Drip. My point is, it's really annoying. <laughs> Basically, torture. <laughs> it's really frustrating. And we call the real estate who, let's be honest, don't have a great track record of following up with things or getting back to us or communicating what's going on. Don't worry, we complained to them. (laughs) They didn't get back to us. (laughs) They didn't get back to us. So we were hoping an emergency plumber would come um, yesterday morning or at some point because we were unable to stop the water from flowing, which I would have thought is kind of an emergency situation. But I guess because we were able to stop it, Flooding, it's not it? flooding. It's not really an emergency that we can't use the whole kitchen sink. Mm. Should have lied to them. We should have. Well, not. We should have stretched the truth, but we're too honest for our own good. It's the problem. We should have left it gushing. We should turn it on now mm. and have it gush and get an emergency plumber to come. But I think, like, the problem will be so easy to fix, though. Yeah, it the, needs the new washers and new fixtures. You know? 
shame like because you're directed to do it but because of the rental because we're renting situation. yeah so now we're hoping a plumber will come tomorrow but no one has told us whether or not a plumber comes and obviously the real estate aren't open on sundays because it's bloody medieval times and we don't know what's happening and if well, a plumber's coming or not but yesterday we couldn't do anything because we thought a plumber was coming well that's the main thing we wasted a whole day yesterday we cancelled plans that we had waiting mm. for a plumber to turn up that did, never turned up and it's almost like they knew that a plumber wouldn't turn up but no one told us what the situation yeah. was you know like and then if you ask for confirmation, it's like you're being a busybody sort of micromanager sort of thing. That's what we were told. We requested, all we requested initially was a response to our email and we were told that that was micromanaging. This is first off with the real estate. With a the real estate. A different different issue, yeah. but that, they're the kind of people that we're dealing with. So mm. it's um, been a tough week here. You've got, you've got <laughs> up, haven't you? I have. But why do people not communicate? Like we we shouldn't just complain. We should try and talk about some of these issues. Do they well, not know? There... As we mentioned yesterday, I think maybe it's the case that they have the best of intentions. They just don't realize the impact they have on other people. Mm. Like I reckon, the real estate would have made a decision, and the plumber would have made a decision yesterday. Mm. But then not realize that we were waiting on an answer for them, or not even thought that we were waiting on an answer from them. Yeah, but some people. When they don't communicate, they know what they're doing, right? I guess so. What do you think about people who see your messages on Facebook but don't reply? Well, I'm guilty of that, so (laughs) (laughs) I can really comment. Who do you do it to? Annoying people. I guess so. I mean, there is power in seeing a message and not responding to it. See, I feel so anxious. I feel like if I open the message and it's seen that I mm. start to worry mm. about like what messages that's sending. It was, it was so good when Facebook just I know. You could look at it without. See, so now I look at the preview in Messenger yeah. and don't open it. Well, I get emails sometimes saying Ah, oh, so it was the whole message. Ah, oh, sometimes, yeah. Ah, oh, that's handy, see. Mm. See, sometimes you have to guess what the whole message is if you can mm. only see the preview. What happens if you're in that situation where you've seen the message, haven't responded, and then you see that person in real life, like you bump into them in the street. I think you both just don't talk about it, mm-hmm. don't acknowledge that it happened. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be a dick, then you're like, hey, did you get my message? And then you can be like, oh, no, I didn't. That's when people mm-hmm. are like, oh, my Facebook's playing up. It's not. It's Facebook. never playing up. It never plays up like that, does it? Email, maybe. You could get away with that. Yeah. You can't ever say. Even text. I never got your message, your Facebook message. I mean, it's pretty bloody reliable, isn't it? Like you've seen. What's worse than that is when you're the person who has seen the message but haven't responded to it, but then you need to talk to that person in a few weeks down the line or something. Well, then you should just respond to the message, shouldn't you? Well, maybe. Like, it depends what it is, though. All those things like, oh, hey, we should catch up this weekend, are you free? And you've seen it, haven't responded because you don't want to see that person. Over the weekend. And, then, and a few weeks later, you need to like, oh, hey, can I borrow your car or something like that? But then you just wait till the weekend was finished and then message them on Monday. Hey, sorry, I was super busy this weekend. I didn't. Mm. We're telling all our secrets. Like all, <laughs> all these people that we've said these things to are like, aha, I know what was going mm. on. I kind of err on the side of always oh, just wondering if I can help it. I think it's good to do that. Mm. It's always good to send, uh, yes, I've got this mm. email, I'm working on it, or yes, I've got your message, let me think mm. about it kind of thing. Mm. I think it's better so, to... Let so people know. You'd like to prefer the fuck with the internet people is just to know when you're being. I guess being, so. Like, not lied to, like you're 
I just like to know where they're up it's to in the process, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, so if someone does want to hang out, you rather they say, oh, look, I'm really busy, rather than just ignoring the message. Even if they're lying, even if they're not busy, I yeah, think I'd rather them definitely. just say that they're busy. Because then you're not waiting on them, you know. You're not waiting on a response, you know. Mm-hmm. cancelling all of your plans to, to rely on them. How many times can you ignore a message and still be friends with that person and still have the same relationship? I think any amount of times. Really? After a while, Do they... you have like a tally in your head <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, Bruce has two little things against his name, one right. more and he's off the friend list. Bruce would never do that to me. <laughs> Bruce a gentleman. It's Bruce. How do you know? <laughs> Must be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think after a while I'd get annoyed if, if I kept. I do get annoyed if people if I keep trying to send a message and people just ignore it. You know. Mm. That's happened to you in the past where you've needed them to respond for uni or or things like that. Mm. I have been doing that before. Do you know what I mean? Not just like a friend kind of thing. I guess so. I wonder if that's the difference that you're coming at it from the. I need a response about this thing that's due mm. tomorrow. Mm. And then they're not getting back to you. Well, what what are some good communication tips for people out there listening to this show? Tips and tricks. Um, just respond to messages and emails. Even if you don't know, just say that you don't know or say that you're working on finding the answer. Yeah. I don't want a solution necessarily from the internet people. I want them to say, here's the plan, you know. Well, if, yeah, like obviously they can't just snap their things and fix their internet but they could keep us up to date and be like hey sorry your internet's out look we're doing this at the moment and then but they knew that telstra were planning on coming on tuesday but we had to ring to find that out because no one told us so i just i don't know what's gone wrong there that they can't let us know that that's what's happening they did ring but i hadn't rung before they rang well yeah because they hadn't rung us yeah yeah, (laughs) they should have told us earlier Yeah. yeah um but I guess at least they were, well, you'd hope they were planning on letting us know and their call wasn't just in response to yours, so. Yes, so. Okay, so always try to reply. Unless they're like someone's being creepy towards you or something. See. You've had that more than I have. Yeah. Although I've had some, some creepers in my time. Have you really? Yeah, I've probably been a creeper. <laughs> no, there's this girl when I was at school. Yeah. I would have been. Do you have a crush on you? Yeah. Did she really? <laughs> and um, she was from the SEU unit, so the special education. That's group. that's a good. Made it a real hard oh. thing. So I would have been in year oh, ten or eleven, probably. And how did you handle that? How do you? Well, she kept sending me messages on Facebook, um, and I was polite at first, mm. followed my own rules, got me in trouble. <laughs> and then she said, um. After a while, she'd be sending me, like, stuff about how sad she was and things like that. Like, I understood. And I didn't want her to be sad, obviously, but we just didn't know her, you know. Mm. And she kept, I wasn't mean or anything, but I tried to, like, direct her towards someone who could help her more than I could and that yeah. sort of thing. And then she started seeing messages like, oh, you're my only true friend and stuff like that. We weren't, like, I'd see her at the school sometimes. Yeah. And like, and she just run the other way. Like, not like I was. See, that's tough, isn't it? Like. Yeah. I think that's a, a different one because she obviously was disabled yeah. and. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, and there are people who are like being. Who think the relationship you have with them is. More... Well, I guess that's similar to what I've dealt with. 
yeah, people who think we're closer than we are. Yeah. And people who somehow think that I'm going to break up with you and just run off with them into the sunset, which is just really. We're in half a year, not yet. <laughs> Stay steady, aren't we? Aren't we? <laughs> Are we? <laughs> no, we're good. Now. No, yeah. But the point is, I don't know, it's hard dealing with people that you don't want to talk to. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it shouldn't be always respond. It's always try to respond within. Just do your best. Yeah. Like even if, as we said, even if it's like telling a little white lie. Yeah. Like I'm really busy this weekend, yeah. even if you have nothing planned but watching Netflix to get out of hanging out with someone. At least you're giving them an answer. At least you're like they can go about their weekend yeah. not waiting on a response from you. Communication's dealt with. Shouldn't have any more problems in the future. I feel like everyone has everything solved now. We're yeah. never going to have any more communication issues in mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. I feel like in, I don't know if this is so much about communication though, our problems, but like in terms of us being in a relationship, we rarely have communication problems. I mean, I don't get grumpy with you and then not talk about it. No, you don't like that sort of stereotypical girlfriend of like, what's wrong? Nothing. And then yeah. five minutes later, can't believe you don't know what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes if we have a little disagreement, I'll need a few minutes to just think about, like process what's Work happened. Out what you've done wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> I'm the only one who will ever have done something wrong. But you know what I mean? You just need like a few minutes to think about where did I go wrong? Where did they go wrong? How could this have been avoided? If people act like that in movies, there wouldn't be any problem. <laughs> it's true. Any romantic comedy. But then we'll always come together and talk about what the problem is. I don't really understand why you wouldn't talk about what the problem is and solve it because... Well, I think some people might just be scared of, of the what? fight or something. Yeah, or I guess so. The person leaving them, they're not secure in their relationship. Yeah. It's See, so... I don't like confrontation, but we never come at each other with a huge argument. We come at each other like, I'm sorry I said this, and you hope that the other person would apologise too for bits that they did, and we almost always both apologise. Yeah, good. And then speak about what happened and what went wrong and move on. Like, I... I I don't know. Well, some people can't do that. They can't have that conversation, but they can't. They can move on. They move on in other ways, I suppose. I guess so. That annoys me though when people pretend like it didn't happen. Because yeah. you're yeah. like, we both are aware that this occurred, and it's just going to happen again if we don't solve what the core issue was here. Like what? Because yeah. obviously we'll argue about something small or trivial, but it'll have an, a rooted issue in, I don't know, not communicating or not telling me what's going on or taking control or like there'll be a larger thing that that's to do with and if that's not dealt with then you're just going to keep arguing like i said some people might be pretty sure that we only like each other like the title suggests and that whatever happens is going to be okay usually that's true i guess we're pretty secure in our relationship and think that we're going to be well we're planning on fixing things if we have an issue and not necessarily Mm throwing it away do you know what i mean yeah for sure so our three listeners can feel secure that <laughs> it's better and they know what to do now yeah yeah that's your mum my mum dad will listen to it your dad would yeah i reckon but okay that's three <laughs> my dad's too <laughs> your, busy your dad's way too busy to listen to this he's got to all the watch <laughs> all right so we've watched a few movies recently we've had a few good days because you've been sick and I'm not doing much at the moment. Yeah, and we don't have internet, so so we can't, you know, waste everything's any pretty much on, on hold. So we went to the theater. 
just before, we saw Hunt for the Wilder People, mm-hmm. which was really cool little New Zealand comedy. Kind um, of an indie New Zealand film. I guess so. Um, it does have Sam Neill in it, though. So Yeah, and the director, Taika, I think it's Wakiti. Watiti? Watiti. Mm. I could look that up on the internet, so if I've got, <laughs> if I've got that wrong, blame internet service provider. <laughs> yeah. Um, he did what we did in the shadows. Boy, he did some. He's done some other films too that done quite well over in New Zealand. Mm. And he's doing the third Thor film next year. Is he really? He's directing it, yeah. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Is it going to have like cute little moments? I hope so. <laughs> I hope um, Reece Darby's in it somewhere. Oh, Reece Darby. <laughs> he's um. just. <laughs> he's just perfection in a human, isn't he? He's terrific, isn't he? He's yeah. so funny. And so wonderful. He's one of those actors that I think they call maybe they don't call this name, it's just something I've heard about, but like extra ten percenters. Like he gives every line that extra ten percent that no one else could. But he does it in a way that doesn't make it look like hard work though. Yeah. It's so natural. Everything. Yeah. You you give him the most outrageous thing to say and it comes out so natural. How do they do that? Don't ask me. I've only been to acting school for how many years? (laughs) (laughs) Um I loved the movie. I thought it was wonderful. Yes. It was really, really nice. Can you, why don't you tell us about it a bit? So, so there's a young New Zealand boy um, named... Ricky? Ricky. <laughs> just saw it, so. <laughs> Sorry. His name's Ricky and he's um, kind of moved around foster home to foster home. So he's an orphan he, sort of he's thing. He's part of the Child Protection Services. Yeah. Um, and they find him a new family. Out in the bush in New Zealand, so yep. the mountains. Are... Um, and Sam Neill is his adoptive uncle, as they call him. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure of the lady who plays no, we don't. Well, the auntie, Sam yeah. Neill's wife. She <laughs> um, was great. She was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of take him under their wing and, yeah. and it's about the adventures that... A bunch of stuff happens. We won't go into spoilers. No. About um, an adventure that the uncle has with, yeah. with the kid and in the bush together. Yeah. Kind of two unlikely friends thrown together under circumstances, sort of thing. Yeah, basically, yeah, um, like an odd couple sort of yeah. relationship. But it's a pretty funny movie. Like it's comedy. I I laughed out loud many times during it. Yeah. And as I said to you earlier, I find with lots of comedies, you laugh a lot in the beginning because you want to like it, and then as mm-hmm. it gets towards the halfway point, you feel kind of a different. The mood shifts in the audience, and you feel yeah. like, okay, that's enough of this. But we were all consistently laughing mm. throughout. It, it was really nice. It had lots of soft moments as well, which I liked. It wasn't just stupid Adam Sandler comedy. It, yeah. it was really it was clever comedy too, I thought. like Yeah, well, there were like some gags, like some obvious gags, but also yeah. some, some comedic sort of set-up yeah. moments, like an actual like yeah, smart comedy as well as dumb comedy. The kid was amazing. Yeah. He was fantastic. Normally so, child actors really hmm. are quite difficult to watch, but he was, he was wonderful. He's just so effortless. I felt like like he, yeah, <laughs> he was that kid, you know. I can't, yeah. I can't really see him being in anything else. Which... He's been in a couple of Australian films, actually. Oh, has he? The Paper Planes one, I think that was out. Oh yeah, we didn't ago. see that, did we? we? Didn't see that. Back to what you're saying about comedy. Mm. So Jerry Seinfeld did an AMA on Reddit the other day. Mm. And someone asked him about why he hasn't done more movies. What do you think about? He actually hasn't done acting in any films. No, really, has he, he hasn't. Jerry really. Seinfeld. But he said because comedy doesn't work. In, in a movie, in a long form, he thinks shorter things are funnier because you get bored sort of thing and because the jokes don't work after a while. 
Well, I guess so. In a movie, it's made up of lots of different jokes, isn't it? It's not yeah. one long joke. So, well, I think this film, it was funny, but it also had a really good story that was well-structured and See, made sense, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, if you're trying to stretch out a Seinfeld episode across 90 minutes, 100 minutes, you might have difficulties, mm. but this was actually a good story that had several funny moments, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it wasn't a funny story, I would no, say. No, but done in a funny way. Yeah. Yeah. Done in in an he what's his name, sorry? Taika. Taika Watiti. Watiti. <laughs> um he has kind of a weird way of looking at things. And I mean weird in the in the nicest possible way that mm. he has an ability to sort of he has like a skewed perception on things, a, a bit he's, different, a bit you know he's got a real unexpected um, sort of tempo about him. Yeah, he does. It's that I don't want to get into auteur theory here because it's not that sort of podcast, but he does have a dist- distinctive style does, and, yeah. and way of his sort of humour. What we do in the shadows is is that to a, like a mockumentary sort of way. It's such a great movie. Yeah, I'd like to get that actually. Absolutely, yeah. I think we really wanted to see it in the cinema too to support yeah. New Zealand cinema and independent New Zealand Definitely, cinema because dollars count with that kind of thing yeah. and I think it's important. But it has done quite well over New Zealand. New Zealand actually like their own films. There's no sort of... Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, Coming being Australian and... Because there's a real cultural cringe in Australia about our, our mm. work. Because we seem for to... Mad Max, basically. Yeah, because <laughs> we seem to either do Ausploitation mm-hmm. or, I don't know, kind of shit well, dramas. Yeah, melodramas more than, than mm. that, you know. Red Dog about the only film in the last little bit that has done well. I didn't see that. that I mean, like that, that Australia has Australians have supported themselves. Mm. Well, the dressmaker did okay last year. With your thing about Mad Max, though, that wasn't a whole Australian film. I wouldn't call it. No, no. got Tom Hardy and Shelley Theron as leads. So you can't really compare. Mm. Um, yeah, the Australians for some reason, um, you know, you just turn off at the side of an Australian on film, but that's really tough to break that sort of thing. I don't know why it's different in New Zealand. It's probably some research into that. Well, yeah, I'm not sure either, but there is a lot of, I don't know, cultural pride in New Zealand, I feel like. The yeah. Maori people and Indigenous people in New Zealand are really well respected and liked it and is. celebrated, whereas Australia has such a strange history with their culture and where we still don't even acknowledge Aboriginal people as yeah. the first, yeah. you know. that's Hopefully that happens soon in the constitution, yeah. But what I'm saying is maybe New Zealand, the fact that they embrace their whole culture and their whole people, Mm -hmm. they like what's reflected Mm. of their culture on screen, whereas for us there's always that bit that's hidden. We're Mm. never going to 100% represent our culture on screen because we don't even acknowledge what our culture is. I think I'm not an expert in Maori culture or anything like that, but I I suppose because it was a smaller country as well, that was that more. Well, I don't know. That like, is it just more one Maori sort of like compared to Australia, where there were so many different um, indigenous no, I peoples. No, I think there's different like. I understand groups. that, but we're not as not as many as Australia. No, I so would it's say there's so. not there's not one indigenous sort of um, mm. background in Australia. There's lots of different yeah. ones. That's that's no, a lot of them are gone now, unfortunately. Mm. Um, also, you're saying about cultural pride. I think in recently in New Zealand, their cultural pride has come from the movies, you know, Lord of the Rings, especially in the yeah, Hobbit, because they were filmed in New Zealand. They're basically a big advertisement for New Zealand. Mm-hmm. That um, lots so, of money brought into the country, and, for that and as well, so. the films themselves, and the, the people who make the decisions about the films see that 
Gave lots of jobs for people as well. Yeah. There, so. oh, something crazy like one in eight people, something were employed by Lord of the Rings. And really? Really, I, I guess they needed so many extras and stuff. Yeah. You know. It's not one or eight, but a big, something like big that. population. Yeah. Big but the movie today was just, I, I loved it. The, yeah. Was there anything about it that you didn't like? Uh, yeah, there were a couple of the performances were a bit too broad. Mm-hmm. Um, one in particular by the um, the character who's the child services lady. Um, she was she was fine. She wasn't awful. It didn't make me hate mm-hmm. the movie, but she was just a little bit too broad. She didn't seem to be on the same level as the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she was in a. She, it was like she was from a different movie. Sometimes. Yeah. The rest of them were in that movie, that. but she wasn't. I think. But like she was fine. Like not the worst thing, but. The bits with the boy and Sam Neill were the, the best yeah. acted bits, I thought. Yeah. They really, they just bounced so well off each yeah. other. and, and I, There were a few moments where there was a bit some violent moments. That, yeah, that but really we don't want to go into cause turned me off, spoilers, to be honest. But, um, I don't think it was necessary. It was not necessary, but like it's, I guess they're in the bush. And whatever, I think some of it was done quite graphically to be comedic or to attempt mm being comedic like it's a it's a it's a tough moment so we'll make it over the top funny sort, sort of, of but yeah. you know i'm not a huge fan of horror movies but you know when they make horror movies really silly and violent and gory so people laugh at them as part of the joke yeah, yeah i wonder if that's kind of what he was going for which yeah. i didn't like because i think he's better than that he's cleverer than that he mm-hmm. could have done something more interesting with that i think than what happened but yeah, I, I didn't like those moments and no, I'm like glad it didn't either. ruin the whole film because mm. the film, we watched a movie recently where something violent happened mm. and I just switched off immediately when that happened. I was like, no, nah, this isn't the move for me. I'm not going to like this movie. And I kind of felt a little bit like that during the movie today, but because it was so good, it still had comedy after that and still had really funny moments and really nice, sweet moments it got me back to liking it. Does that make sense? Mm. Like I I still loved the movie today, whereas the movie that we saw recently that had something violent in it, I don't ever want to watch that again. That's where you come from. But really, we're nitpicking these sort of problems with this film. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like I, I would watch this again. Yeah, I would own definitely. it and watch it again. Yeah, and so. I thought it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think it, it got a bit cliché towards the end maybe and there was a bit – the ending was a bit too neatly wrapped in a bow maybe for me, but... I thought there were some moments throughout the film where they pushed the envelope and did some things unexpected. I was mm. maybe hoping for the end to be a bit unexpected as I well. I agree, yeah. But it wasn't. But that, you know, it's still okay. Like, I could still like the film. It's not, yeah, it's such a strange thing to be like, oh, the ending was too good or too perfect. Yeah. But I felt like, again, that could have been done a yeah. bit more interestingly. So it's based off a book, actually, the film. Which, yeah, I haven't read. Mm, I think it's a bit different than the book. I liked the title of, of the movie, mm. Hunt for the Wilder People. I liked how they explained in. that. Yeah. And it tied in. Well, why I brought that up is wonder if they're going to try and do some more or a sequel or something. So is it one book that the... If, if I could look up internet, I would tell you this sort of thing, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of don't want it to be a sequel, though. I, I think no. it was a nice story on its own. It was a good story. And then you try to make sequels out of too many things these days yeah, that just well, turn into crap. So Tyker's probably too busy doing Thor anyway. I just can't imagine, like, a, a quirky New Zealand director directing one of the biggest Hollywood blockbusters. Mm. 
you know. I, Marvel sort of do that. They get different directors in. See Edgar Wright. Yeah, well, <laughs> they try to. Well, Kenneth Brown did the first Thor, so it's a bit of an evolution to get mm. Taika. Yeah. <laughs> but also I think they're filming, they're filming at the Gold Coast and around this part of the world. So. Yeah. I think I think it was um, what we did in the shadows that convinced them to hire him as well. I believe, hey? Yeah. But I guess the maybe last the Thors haven't been the greatest movies, so maybe he'll bring something good. Yeah, to them. maybe they're trying to lighten them up a little bit. How De- um, Deadpool yeah. did so well with comedy, maybe they're trying to maybe. bring more. I think this Thor's going to be a bit of a dark one, though. Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. When's that coming out next year? I think they're filming it this year and be out next year. I think. Mm. Well, that's all we have time for today. <laughs> um, yeah, we could have time for more, but we don't want to. We're kind of a bit bored, to be honest. <laughs> no. So if you like us, hate people. What? And everyone. What did you say? If you like us, hate people. Oh, okay. It was like Tarzan. You like us, we hate people. <laughs> no, but if they're you... making a movie, a Tarzan movie with Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, and Margot Robbie as the girl. Yeah, Jane. I not taught you anything? Anyway, we've got a part there. <laughs> I had a Tarzan little toy, I think, in my school. Right? Did you? And the monk was a monkey. This is important. <laughs> we'll find that out it's next time. It's a monkey. It's like a gorilla, isn't it? Okay. The mother? The one that no. dies? Spoilers. <laughs> it's been out for like 20, <laughs> 30 years. All right, Sorry. We'll find this information out. <laughs> if we get internet. If we ever Fine, get internet, we maybe that's our problem. We're going a bit like cabin feverish because we haven't had any yeah. contact with the outside world. <laughs> okay, sorry, people, we're trying to like wrap up the conversation. Yeah. The podcast. <laughs> All right, that's just been a good one. I think we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.